0: Hey, about coming back. Um, I love this.
1: Mm hmm. Um, 40 minutes about raising Gen Z. Okay. That sounds cool. Let's do that. It's a
2: comedy. I came home early from the road. I had this is Netflix
1: and, and this is Joe
2: And I got home early and dinner was cooking You ever come home when dinner's cooking? This, this is milk. 40 minutes of jokes and about Gen Z on Netflix And my son Netflix. saw me and he was like, dad's home And he got up from the table and ran over to give me a hug But he had chicken grease all over his face So I stepped on him like, yo, 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 yo my man, my man Watch these threads, son, this is an expensive suit I don't want you to get the chicken grease all over me and he was like, what the? F- chicken grease. Dad, this is duck. <laughs> a
0: tear came out of my
2: eyes. I never dreamt I'd do so well in life that I'd raise a nigga with duck grease all over his face.
3: <laughs> Here's the thing about my son, man. Is. This kid has a debit card. I'm even embarrassed to say this. His school takes credit, and he has a debit card. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Doesn't know the responsibility of a lunchbox. Just goes to school, rings it up. I still discipline him. I still get mad at him. He called me on a Wednesday one time. He's like, Hey, Dad, there's only like forty cents left on my debit card. And I was like, Oh my god. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> What the fuck did you eat on Monday, asshole, filet mignon? Would <laughs> you're walking into the lunchroom like a fucking nightclub, ah, chocolate on this, motherfucker, let's go. Gotta, I gotta get my son to be humble. How is how, my son gonna be humble when I've been driving him to school? His whole school career, he's been chauffeured to school. He's never been on a bus before. That shit'll make you humble. <laughs> go to school on a public bus. He's never, he did not even know what a public bus I just found out my son doesn't know what a school bus is. We were driving on the freeway and a school bus passed us and my son goes like this, where are they going? Go to school on a bus with a bunch of kids that hate their fucking life. That was me. I hated my life. I was the last kid on, and I was the last kid off. Hate that shit. Every time I got on, there was only one seat left, and there was always that one kid that didn't want to share the seat. And I walked up to him and he's like, you better not even think about sitting here. And I go, where am I supposed to sit? Stop Doesn't give a shit.
0: Sit down back there. I don't know. Sit down. Okay, let me sit down. She's getting mad. She's not gonna go unless I sit down. I won't even sit on the whole thing. It's just sit. Let me sit on the
3: edge. I just sit on the edge and then hold the seat across the aisle. I went school looking like I took a shit on the line.
4: My son is, he's what you call, what do they call it today? What do the kids call it today? When the kids are, what? Dumb. There it
0: is. I got it. Dumb.
4: Struggling academically. I know you guys like, don't call your kid dumb. Why not? Mine. <laughs> Chip off the old fucking block. It's not like I'm standing up here as a smart ass man. <laughs> I'm dumb as shit too. will out for fucking me. So far, dumb is the right way to go in my household. It's the right way to go. They that piss me off as the school constantly calls me to remind me of my son's educational problems. Miss Hardy failed another test. Mr. Hardy's grades are dropping. Want to discuss your son's grades? They continue to drop. I snapped on. Don't fucking call me no more. Don't call me about his grades no more. Call him. Call him. That's his problem. It's not my fucking problem. Last mm-hmm. I checked, I went to school. I passed. I'm successful not going to school again. He needs to fucking pass that class. Not me. Call him. Private schools, man. Private schools got this weird thing. I'm not that much of a fan of private schools. I'll be honest. I am not a fan of private schools at all. Yes, my kids attend private schools. Doesn't mean I'm a fan of it. I feel like private schools protect kids from reality. They protect you. They protect you from fucking reality. Private schools schools breed bitches. That's how I feel. I said, I said, I'm not taking it back. That's how I fucking feel. Private schools breed bitches. I'm in my fucking comfort zone. I'm gonna let it fly today. Everything that I fucking feel, I'm gonna say it.
3: My son's 13, and it just keeps getting harder and harder. It's so hard. My son is in the seventh grade. God damn it. I want all you new parents to know this right now. When you were in the seventh grade and and you weren't smart. You're definitely not going to be smart when your kid gets to the 7th grade. It's harder. My son and I are failing
0: math. It's
3: so hard. Now he's getting a C- in math. C- minus in math. In, in, in private school, that's not good. That's failing math. So, of course, she brings me in for a parent-teacher meeting. Private school. That's what they do. They sit you down, because they're concerned. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) Mr. Coy. Mr. Coy, please sit down. I don't want to startle you. I want to nip this in the bud. (laughs) Just want you to know, Mr. Coy, that your son has a C- in math. Uh Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. That's
3: not good. What are we going to do to solve that, Mr. Coy? Well, you need to help me help him. I can do whatever I can over here at school, but when he gets home, we need to crack open that book, and then we need to start uh, working uh. on it.
0: Let's bring that grade back up.
3: Let's do this as a team, Mr. Coy. Come on. <laughs> and I was like, you know I'm a comedian, right? <laughs> And I hired you <laughs> to teach my son
2: math.
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh,
3: what are we gonna do to fix that? Sounds like you owe me
0: money. We're doing
5: homework, uh, to our daughters and bringing it all home, which homework's fun. First and second grade, Awesome, third grade, you're like, okay. They throw some stuff in, you're like, oh, all right,
0: all right, so,
5: okay, learning it earlier than we used to, huh? No, I don't even know that's true, but. She brought home Common Core Math, that's fun. It's a new math they invented, no heads up, just give it to parents that never learned it. Uh, it's just a whole new, I mean, they did, it's unbelievable. Why don't you, they bring it home, you gotta watch a 40 minute YouTube video on Common Core Math. I don't even understand it. If you know it, if you don't know Common Core, it's just a new math. And the goal of Common Core is to use one sheet of paper for every problem.
0: You, you just want
5: to keep breaking the problem down. You put the problem at the top and it just keeps going. And then what's even funnier is you see old math in the middle of it. As you break it down, old math gets in there and you're like, oh, just do that at the top.
0: I It's not like old math
5: isn't working. I mean, old math's doing. I don't get incorrect change everywhere just going to stupid old math. (laughs) It's a long way to get to the same answer. I told my wife, I go, it feels like if you knocked on my front door and I opened it and you say, can I come in? And I was like, do you mind walking in and coming in through the back door? And you're like, does the front door not work? I'm like, no, it works. I use it, a lot of people still use it, but the new way is to go jump the fence and come in the back and meet me at this same spot.
1: progress report. I know. I'm like, can we hold off on paperwork till he knows the difference between spaghetti and puschetti? How about that? (laughs) And the teacher said, "Uh, Julian is a nice boy, but he doesn't play with all the kids. (laughs) And I said, good. (laughs) Have you seen these goddamn losers in his class? Having a loser is more important than learning to read, don't you think? (laughs) It's too much. It's too much. I want to be an 80s mom. An 80s mom. Oh, they had it the best, didn't they? There used to be a commercial that came on at 10 o'clock at night that said it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? They had to remind bitches.
0: Age of motherhood.
1: My mom used to cuss me out in the JCPenney parking lot in Hungarian
0: screaming at me <laughs> which
1: translates to I'm going to hit your head so hard you're going to shit your pants. I'm not a great father, I'm just a good father. We got any
6: great fathers in the house? Any great fathers?
2: <laughs>
6: not nah, really not great, not nah, just good. I'm being honest, when it comes to moms, moms are great, we are just good. I'm being honest. This is how I found out I wasn't a great dad. I went to go uh, get my daughter from school for early dismissal. i like, yeah, I'm gonna get my daughter, do daddy-daughter day, surprise and shit, have a good time. I get to the school and say, hey, what's going on? I'm here to get my daughter. We'll do daddy daughter day. Fuck her mom. She the fun police. who can't play certain shit. Can't eat certain shit. So fuck her, huh? It's about to be me and my little mama. This is what we're coming to do. And I didn't know you got to take a test to get your kid out of school, Y'all already know I'm not good with tests. So soon I said, "Yeah, I'm coming to get her for her dismissal." So oh, how sweet? Do you know a homeroom number? A homeroom number? Nah. I don't... I don't fucking know a whole room. I don't fucking know that. I don't know that. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. Do you know the teacher's name? <laughs> Shit, teacher's name. I mean, I know my daughter's name. Fucking do you know the teacher's name for it. Well, say some teacher's name, maybe it want to sound familiar. I don't fucking know, god damn. Do you know what grade she in? You know what, keep her, fuck it, god damn. Man, can pick up my goddamn daughter. they gonna tell me I can't get my goddamn daughter. That's because you're in cahoots with the mom. That's what both y'all bumpies. Fuck both y'all. How about that? I ain't got time for this shit. Keep my goddamn daughter shit. She's my little mamas. I want my little mamas. You got that? But I know them teachers don't like me anyway. Because I'm one of them parents where I don't want to talk to you. Fuck out of here. Give my daughter. Let me keep it moving. I don't want to have a conversation. Hey, Mr. Warren, fuck out of here. Talk to her mom. Give my daughter. I ain't got time for this shit, man. She was on your shit. I ain't got shit to do with me. Fuck out of here. Shit, I've been drinking too. Fuck around, call CPS on me. I ain't got time for this shit, man. If you was minding your fucking business, you wouldn't have known I was drinking. Fuck out of here, man. Shit, i yeah,
4: <laughs> These kids don't know how good they got it, y'all. Because I grew up in the inner city of Atlanta in in a bootleg house with my grandfather, y'all. You hear me? Everything went in this house, from gambling to prostitution to niggas getting shot, every fucking thing. I remember my mom used to love to shoot craps, but she had one leg. So before she got on the floor to shoot the craps, she would take her one leg off. And the reason why she took her one leg off, in case she threw the dice too far, she could use her leg
7: to pull them bitches back. (laughs) (laughs) I try so hard. Like, you try so hard to be a good parent, and it's just, you don't get better at being a parent. You just get so used to fucking up. Right? That's really what it is. It's just, like, you get used to it. He's been, uh... I've been showing him Disney movies. That's been a lot of fun. Um, Except they're all so problematic. If any of you have kids and you watch Disney movies with them, before every Disney movie now, it just says, uh... It says... Look, we fucked up, okay? <laughs> it says we fucked up then, and now, and we're sorry, and we're gonna just leave this here, but it's fucked up, and it's true. And I'm like, what are they talking about? It's Peter Pan, you know? So we start Peter Pan, all the indigenous people, they joke, oh, awful. So funny. I'm like, this isn't good, what else? All the women in these movies all, in, in Peter Pan it's just these mermaids remember the mermaids they're all topless but long hair they all speak in a whisper they're all, oh peter
1: kids to watch Sesame Street, because that's what I grew up on, right? Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah, but um, have you seen Sesame Street lately? Oh, the neighborhood's gone to shit. You guys are gonna die. You're gonna die. So first of all, cookie monster, cookie monster, gluttonous piece of shit that taught you not to overdo it with the sweets. Now, eats fruit and vegetables. I
0: know! What's
1: next? What's next? Big Bird's gone free range! Fuck (laughs) that!
0: No!
1: No! Oscar the Grouch, Oscar the Grouch, the first hoarder you ever knew, lived in his own filth in a trash can, now lives in a recycling bin. You know he's going to be one of these assholes that wears patchouli. You know, those people. And then they go, and they um they don't buy regular deodorant. Instead, they buy Tom's. Oh, and then they have to tell you about it. Oh, well, you know, Christina, regular deodorant.
3: Regular, regular deodorant.
0: That
3: regular deodorant has
1: aluminum in it. gives you Alzheimer's. (laughs) Like, yeah, we all wish you had Alzheimer's because you smell like Dog the Bounty Hunter's cunt with your fake-ass deodorant. Okay, Bert and Ernie. That's my favorite, and I love polyamory. I I live for that shit. I love when somebody is like, I'm polyamorous. Like, bitch, back in the 90s, you was just a hoe, you know? Right? You're just horny, that's not an identity. What we try to do is get these kids out, that's what we gotta
8: do. You want some freshness in your relationship, get them kids out your life. I got two 14 16 year olds let me tell you something these first of all these these new kids they the most entitled group of people that i've ever met in my life you hear me so here's the thing i know they like this because we made them like this my kids is like because everybody wants to do better for their kids than they think was done for them then i thought about like i came up pretty good so what the fuck is the goal here what am i trying to do they not doing too much. My daughter Ann Grace just turned 16. She called me and said, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I ain't never said no shit like that to my father. Matter of fact, I prefer we didn't talk, to be honest She's like, I'd like to talk to you. I'm turning 16. I want to talk to you about the type of car I'd like. <laughs> I, I want to hear what you think you got coming. She said, I've had my eye on the G-Wagon. things everything these kids say Julie heard this this pissed her off she came out the back like hold up I'm fucking him and I ain't got no g-whacking you're definitely not getting no g-whacking you're getting a 98 corona
6: get the fuck out of here hey, I got like three kids I got one kid like 26 now she was in college a couple of years she was fuck around fuck around <laughs> bullshit in college bullshit C D. CED she wasn't serious because she, my daughter, she expect the ball though. She want to ball out. She gonna hit me up the other day. Tell my daddy, would you buy me the new Camaro? I'm like, what? Yeah, I want you to give me the new Camaro. I'm like, the new Camaro? You know, that's more like uh, a student shit right there. You you, you more like used Hyundai or something like that. The area you in. I mean, what I'm supposed to put on my bumper sticker. My daughter doing Nigga down at CSU. Nigga nigga nigga. Get you one of them hover boys. You can go to the club and one of
0: Pull up, Gaga.
3: He's got it so good, and I gotta stop spoiling him. Spoil him too much. It sucks. <laughs> The reason why I spoil him was because I didn't have shit when I was a kid. We were broke as shit, and now that I can afford it, I'm buying everything. And yes, it's for him, but he doesn't know that it's actually for us. All that cool shit he has, I want it too. I want it so bad. This Christmas pissed me off. I go, Joe, you want a PS4 for Christmas? He goes, nah. I go, why the fuck not? You're selfish, bro. Shit, I want all those toys. And I'm holding back, but it's hard. It's so damn hard. We went to, we went to the mall. This is like seven months ago, eight months ago, whatever. And the kiosk, the kiosk with the, with the hoverboards. Oh shit. And my son got on it like a fucking natural. He just got on it he's like, oh my God. Dad,
0: dad,
3: dad, dad. dad. i got to have this dad. I gotta have this. And I just looked at him and this is what I said in my head, I go like this, I go, yes, we do.
0: But I was being a good dad. I
3: was like, no, I can't buy that for you. He goes, why not? I go, because you have a C minus in math. And I can't reward you for that. Bring the grade up to like a B and I'll buy it for you. And my son goes like this, are you serious right now? And then this is what I said, I went like this, I knew, right? It's because I didn't have shit when I was a kid. We were broke as shit. And now that I can afford it, I'm buying everything. And yes, it's for him, but he doesn't know that it's actually for us. All that cool shit he has, I want it too. I want it so bad. This Christmas pissed me off. I go, Joe, you want a PS4 for Christmas? He goes, nah. I go, why the fuck not?
2: You're selfish,
3: bro. I want all those toys. And I'm holding back, but it's hard. It's so damn hard. We went, to, we went to the mall. This was like seven months ago, eight months ago, whatever. And the kiosk, the kiosk with the with the hoverboards, oh shit. And my son got on it like a fucking natural. He just got on it he was like, oh my God, dad. 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 I gotta have this, dad. I gotta have this. And I just looked at him and this is what I said in my head. I go like this. I go, Yes, we do.
0: (laughs) But I was being a good dad. I
3: was like, no, I can't buy that for you. He goes, why not? I go, because you have a C minus in math. And I can't reward you for that. Bring the grade up to like a B and I'll buy it for you. And my son goes like this, Are you serious right now? And then this is what I said, I turned on went like this. I know, right? Why'd you fail this test, man? We both left that mall just fucking crying. I want that hoverboard so bad. And then I, I, I told him, I go, Joe, I'll buy you that hoverboard. I'm going to get you a tutor, and she's going to help you with your math. You bring the grade up, it's done. Right, so I get the tutor. <laughs> this is how shitty of it down here. Just for one week with the tutor. He has a quiz the following week. Four out of five right. Doesn't even apply to the grade. And I just looked down and I go like this, look at you, Einstein. Looks like we need to go to the mall and get something, don't we? And I got that hoverboard. Oh, I fucking love that thing. I ride it every morning. You want cereal? Yes, Dad, I'll be right back. I crashed on that hoverboard. I crashed. Holy shit. I got wood floors in my house. This is what it sounded like when I crashed. Twice, because I skipped across the floor. And this is how old I am. When I finally landed, this is this is what I said. I went. Ugh! Ugh, fucking
0: hip.
3: Ugh, fucking hip. It's broken. And my son doesn't get two shits about me. He came around the corner and went like this. Dad? Here's my Hoverboard!
0: <laughs> Fuck you, Joe! <laughs> Fuck you!
3: Don't buy that Hoverboard! I don't even know why they sell in America. I don't know how they got past inspection. They're dangerous. When, when the battery's dead, it doesn't even tell you. you across the living room
0: like 17 miles per
3: hour, I'm flying through the air with a bowl of cereal like what the fuck! Shit! Kids got it so good now. So good. Disciplining him is easier too though. I will say that. It is a lot easier to discipline my son. My mom had to be creative. Me, shit, it's easy. If my son fucks up, and this is anyone that was a teenager, up, What do you do? Take their phone away. That shit works. You don't have to verbally abuse them. You don't have to physically touch them. Just take their fucking phone away. My son doesn't know what to do when I take his phone away. My son physically breaks down when I take his phone away. Just, I'm like, Give that phone. He's like, oh, before. What is this?
0: Hello? I had to take my son's phone from him, which is the worst thing that you could do to a child.
4: Taking a kid's phone is detrimental to a child's lifestyle. As soon as I took his phone, he immediately turned into a crackhead. Instantly. Instantly. I said, give me the phone. Give me the phone. You're not getting the phone back till you get your shit together. I snatched the phone. He broke down. He said, come on, daddy. Don't do me like that. he start moving them don't do me like that, daddy he said take my leg instead take my leg what well give me the goddamn phone you're not getting the phone back till you get your shit together when I take the phone I say to myself you know what I need to go through my son's phone I need to see what my son has been talking about on this goddamn phone it's irresponsible on my part as a parent to not know what's on my son's phone I go to go through the phone, people, I realize I don't have the code. I don't got thumbprint, the face ID, nothing. So I gotta go back to this little nigga and ask him to put the goddamn code in the phone. Put the code in the phone so I can see what you were talking about. Straight face, my son said, nah man, I ain't gonna do it. (laughs) What? Boy, put the code in the phone before I punch you in the fucking throat. That's what I said. I said that. He took off running. Like he don't live in this house, like I'm not gonna see him at the dinner table in 10 minutes. I said, ain't nobody chasing you. Give me the code to the phone before I kick you in the back. Swear to God from downstairs, all I heard was,
0: fuck you. (laughs) Ah! I'm
4: going to kill him. I'm about to kill him. I run downstairs, grab my son by the neck. I start choking the shit out of my son you say to me he couldn't breathe he, ah, ah. he said that's the code the code is fuck you
0: <laughs> oh that's
4: a good code son that's a good code is its is it y-o-u or the letter u how you spell it I scratched your neck up real good, I apologize, I'm, I'm going to get you a turtleneck so you don't have to go to school looking like that, I'm sorry. The
5: next, the next morning, I dealt with the, my daughter's generation, which is a generation that I feel like just thinks about themselves, you know? And so we, I go down to breakfast, they have the breakfast buffet. So we're all going through it, this little girl's in front of me, and she, she has waffles. So they get, she gets a waffle, and there's a coffee pot worth of syrup sitting on a plate. So it's like you pour it and then you leave it back on the plate and then you go and eat your breakfast. So, she gets the syrup and she just takes it to her table. So now the syrup's gone and I see this happen, but no one else does. So I'm hearing other people go through and they're asking where the syrup's at and it's starting to become a problem. I mean, people are like, where's the syrup? And the hotel's like, I don't know, that's all the syrup we have was out (laughs) there. I know where it's at, but I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to get involved, you know? I didn't wake up and just think, I hope I get to talk to everybody this morning.
0: <laughs> I mean, when
5: you roll out of bed, you're not like, I hope I'm about to get in the thick of it down there.
0: <laughs>
5: so I'm just trying to say stuff Why as I walk by like, maybe someone back. took it to the table. Look around me And uh, just, like, keep going. You see that little girl's table over there? Maybe they have it no one's picking up on this, so I just have to go get it. And this girl's sitting with a bunch of her friends. So I go over to them, and I was like, hey, uh, can we get that served back? It's kind of for the entire hotel. And she goes, they go, whatever, all of them. Just blew me off. And then the father in me kicks in, I go, all right, well, just a heads up, just so you guys know, I did nothing wrong, and you guys have ruined breakfast for everybody. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever eaten out in public before, well, you, do you see me over here with a tub of eggs? Do I have all the eggs? You did everything else, and for some reason you thought, I bet this is all my syrup. Where are your parents at, you know? A couple of them
8: started crying. Felt good, to be honest. <laughs> this is the generation that's giving them every fucking thing. This is the participation trophy generation. That's what's going to Let me tell you something. You got the goddamn participation trophies in your house, your kids going to not be shit. You hear me? I'm telling you, that's bullshit. Thing. Everybody's a winner. No, the fuck, they're not. To her mama's degree. I am like, if you don't get this shit out of here, how does your mama work for this degree? You're going to hang up a certificate for passing out straws on Juice Box Day? We're not doing none of that shit. Always got a certificate, always got a participation trophy. You know what the problem is? The problem is the playground is too soft. That's the problem. Playground was way too. When I came up, the playground was made of asphalt. Playground was made of concrete. It was glass.
4: a lot of time with my kids. A lot of fucking time with my kids. For the first time, I realized my kids are a little spoiled. They're a little spoiled. But it's not by choice. It's by circumstances. I have good kids. My kids are great fucking kids. I got to be honest, man. I got very lucky. I got great kids. But because of their circumstances, they're a little spoiled. For example, my kids have been flying private since they've been born. They didn't ask for that. They were born into that. They only traveled with me. The first time they traveled outside of me was during this pandemic. With my ex-wife, went back to Philadelphia with their mom to go see their grandma. My kids called me from the airport. You would have thought, you would have thought my kids were in Baghdad. I've never seen a higher level of panic in my fucking life. Called me from the airport, Dad. What's happening? My daughter was like, they're taking my lotions and my toothpaste. What
0: am I supposed to do? They're
4: making me walk through metal. My son snatched the phone. What the is going on, Dad? They won't let me take my bags on the plane. They said I can't take my backpacks and my pulleys and my duffies. Saying I gotta put my games underneath. Well, how am I gonna play them, Dad? I told them both, relax, stop it. Stop. Both of you. It's called security, it's called TSA, okay? This is called life with your mother, all right? There's a difference. The drop off, it's all right. Things change, it's okay, you both be fine. I overlook some of the things that I do because I never thought twice about them. Me and my kids go to the amusement park, we do the whole park, the whole fucking park, man, 30, 40 minutes. How, well I call ahead, there's a concierge they assigned to me, I get to the park, the concierge walks me and my family up to the front of every single ride. I've done it for years. Keep in mind, I explain to my kids, listen, this is earned. It's not given. This doesn't just happen. Your father worked hard to be able to walk to the front of these fucking lines. There's rules that go with this. You don't just walk to the front of the line. Rule number one, as we are walking to the front of the line, you do not make eye contact with none of these fucking people in this room. You hear me? You keep your
0: eyes straight ahead
4: and you don't fucking look left or right until we get to the front of the line. These people are going to say things. They're going to say a lot of mean things about me, you. You just ignore them. Fucking ignore them because guess what? We're in our car. We're heading home. We're never going to see these people again. You know what these people are going to be? They're still going to be in that fucking line. Reality. They're still going to be in the fucking line. And that's reality. My kids processed that. They understood it.
0: It's For years. This is
4: how we operated. They called me from the amusement park. They were with their cousins. They FaceTimed me. I answered the FaceTime. I could tell. I could tell they were weak, malnourished. They haven't eaten in hours. I could tell. They had the white shit in the corner of their mouths. (laughs) They could barely stand. Ah.
0: Ah. Ah. Damn.
4: Somebody can you do something? Who you with? Who are you with? My cousins. Is your mother there? Yes. Put your mom on the phone. Let me talk to your mom. Get your mom on the phone. She said, hey, what's up, Kevin? Hey. Checkmate, bitch. I am up the phone. Oh. Quick. I haven't went over these jokes with my ex-wife yet. I just want to let you guys know. These jokes are going to come with a price tag attached to them. I know they are probably have to buy her a Tesla truck or something. Something's got to happen. It's a good fucking joke. Those are two good jokes. I can't get rid of them. i thought about those jokes for a long time.
0: <laughs> i got to let them fly. It's worth the consequence.
2: First of all, I didn't even Kevin was as successful as he was. I found that shit out the hard way. I was at home. My son busted. He said, Dad, damn, I need $250. He's only 12 years old, so I freaked out. What's going on? Isn't somebody trying to kill you? <laughs> he said, no, no. Kevin Hart's coming to town and I wanted to see his show. I said, well, how much are the tickets? He said, they're $125. I said, God damn, mine only $80. <laughs> I said, well, why you need $250 in? He goes, because I want to go with you, Dan. please. And there it is. So I took him to the show, and uh, we go, we sit right up front, the lights go down, and one opening act after another goes on. Then Kevin takes the stage, crowd goes fucking nuts. Thousands of people. I was furious. <laughs> the longer the show went on, the matter I got. Because his show was fucking outstanding. It was maddening, these people were fucking holding their stomachs. My son was slapping his knee. Yeah, they to do this too. <laughs> Kevin okay, says, Good night. The crowd goes crazy, and then everyone starts walking to the door, and the lights come on. And then my son is just standing there looking at an empty stage. People are pushing past me, and nobody's recognized me. I'm like, Man, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> I said, come on, son, let's get out of here. And then my son looks back at me and he says, Dad, please. Please, I have to meet him. I said, like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I took him backstage. I've known Kevin for years, but can you believe I was scared? <laughs> I, was scared him? I almost said, I said, son, I haven't seen him for a long time, but I- and one of Kevin's goons opened the door. Hey, what's up, bitch? Pull through, man. It's good see you, brother. What you doing in this area? It's this a terrible area. Uh, yeah, actually, I live around here. Listen. Um, is, uh, is Kevin here? Uh, my son just wanted to meet him real quick. Well, I don't know, because Kevin's about to eat dinner. Just think, Kevin came around the corner to see what it was. Oh shit, what's up, Dave? Come on back. I was just about to have dinner. I don't know if you guys ate, but you're welcome to join me if you like. And then my son pushed past me some cold shit. He goes, Actually, Mr. Hart, we haven't eaten in several hours. (laughs) Man, Kevin took us to his back room. This guy had a fucking spread. It was Tuesday night. This motherfucker was having Sunday dinner. Steaks, chops. Corn with butter all over it. My son was eating all fast and bears. I was like, slow down, son. <laughs> when I looked over in the corner, there was a, there was a box custom made jerseys for the local team. Each one was hand stitched, and on the back, they stitched on a K heart. On all of them, Kevin saw me staring at that box. And he went over and grabbed one of them jerseys. And he walked right to my son. He said, hey, little man, I want you to have this. And my son was like, thanks, Mr. Hart. This is when I got mad. He goes, your father ever makes you mad. Put that on. And he walked out. Oh, that was a cold shit me up in the middle of the night. It was 1 o'clock in the morning. He goes, Dad, don't be mad. I knew something was terribly wrong. I said, what's going on? He said, listen, I'm sorry. And don't forget, you told me to do this. I'm at a party and my designated driver had too much to drink. Me and my friends need you to come pick us up. I said, Jesus Christ, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, nigga. I am shit-faced. I figured, fuck, it, it's better me than some kid. <laughs> I might as well roll the dice and go pick my nigga up. I said, alright, I'm coming and get you. Just give me the address and I'll be right there. And then he gave me the address and I was I was shocked. I said, son, you are not gonna believe this, but I'm at the same party, <laughs>